Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of See You Sunday. I'm usually here with uh, our buddy Couch Coach Live. Unfortunately, he had to work, and I tried to get a hold of his boss to, you know, get him get him back on the show. But he may be he may be joining us later. But I am joined by President of the Off the Ball Network, where I contribute. I'm affiliated with Chris LeBron. What's going on, Press? Hey, I'm happy to uh, fill in for Coach. I know Coach got you know got to pay the bills, so you know you yeah. got to do what you got to do. But happy to fill in, and then happy to uh, to be on See You Sunday for the full for the full ride. So let's go. Yeah, man, that's what's up. And joining us today is very special guest Steffi Smalls. Steffi, how you doing this morning? I'm good. What's up, guys? How are you doing? Can't complain. Life is great. Right. I'm ready for Sunday. (laughs) Absolutely. So, Steffi, before we get into the show, I just want to give you an opportunity to let some of the viewers and listeners who who may not be super familiar with you, kind of like what you do, where they can find you, things like that. Yeah, for sure. So you guys can find me at Steffi Smalls on Twitter with three L's. Right now, uh, I I cover the Giants. I do injury reports for uh, New York Giants Rush. I'm also working with a group fantasy intervention. We just got our site kind of rolling. You can find us at join join our circle underscore. And then I also do interviews with beat reporters from across the league which has been really really awesome. Last night um, I interviewed a Jags beat writer kind of got a little bit of an inside scoop which was it's been dope actually but you guys can find that at on beat 19 on twitter excellent stuff well chris i mean you're wearing the lid right now you're a bit of a giants fan how cool is this that you got someone else in your corner today right i'm excited yeah we finally got you know more the more giants people i get to talk to i was (laughs) i had to defend defend their honor all night yes always got to defend their honor you know i know i know we're in a bad division i know everyone's gonna bring that up blah yeah. blah but guess what we're in first place and i'm sticking with that <laughs> i don't care how we i don't care for four and 18 we're in first place and that all that matters and that's it Still in the first I mean, place. That's all that matters. <laughs> as the resident rams fan i know what it's like to be in like a real cutthroat division so like it just you know, seeing a team that's going to maybe win like six games making the playoffs kind of rubs me the wrong way. But I mean, I, I got to suck it up and be a big boy and live with it. Right. So like that's just the way that it is sometimes. Right. right? So, And don't forget the way that the Giants usually get get into those uh, playoff games. Anyways, this is not this is not new for, for the exactly. Giants. We're, we're used to being, you know, this type of route, maybe not to this extent, but we're used to like, you know, nine and seven, ten and six and, yeah, and back it into the playoff. <laughs> so, you know, you know, we need this, too. It's been it's been a rough it's been rough. Well, at least, vice, so at least Vice it. President Jeff Hunt just jumped in and said, you know, <laughs> NFC East fans, they're everywhere. Jeff knows my pain. He's a Dolphins fan, Steffi, so he's not even in the right conference. I mean, so at least we have that in common, right? <laughs> Funny enough, a bunch of my family are either a Giants fan or a Dolphins fan. So <laughs> it's, good. it's a very That's interesting a, split, but... It's a snowbird mentality, right? Like all the New Englanders go down to Florida at some point. Like it's just the way it is, right? Yeah, everyone goes down south, so you know. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Well, we got a fun. We got a fun full slate today. We got our usual three games that we're going to discuss in depth. We're going to have one game outside of those where we're kind of you know has has garnered a lot of our attention. We'll do the Jeff's power rankings. 
and then we'll do our our picks and things like Jess that. Power so power rankings are always oh interesting. I don't know if you've ever seen Jess Power rankings, but they get a lot of flack from a lot of people. <laughs> people what? really get into when when Jess Power rankings come out. So it's yes. going to be interesting to see okay, uh, your, your, your thoughts on it. Fun. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, guys. So the first game that we're going to discuss today are the are the Cleveland Browns versus the Tennessee Titans. This is going to be kind of like a, a rock fight, as I as I like to call it. You know, defensive minded guys. You know, run the ball first mentality. Quarterbacks who are just good enough to make decent decisions at times. You don't want to put too much of the game in their hands. But um, I'm interested to see what your guys' take are. And Steffi, since you're our special guest today. What are, you, what are you looking for for this Browns versus Titans matchup? Yeah, this is an interesting one. So they both have the same record. It's kind of – both teams are trying to define themselves. The Titans all year can't decide if they're a good team. Can't decide <laughs> if they're, they're an okay team. So it'll be interesting. I mean, with Miles Garrett coming back, I think that's definitely something uh, to look at. He's someone that defensive coordinators have to plan for. So it'll be see – It'll be interesting to see his role in this game because they haven't had him. I believe he was out for two games. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. So it'll be mm -hmm. very interesting to see how they plan to play against him because he is one of those really great players. I mean, top three probably. Like he, He's a great player. So it'll be nice to see him back. There's also uh, Derek Henry who's been doing awesome also. So I mean, this guy, it was like, I think Jeff in the first quarter ran like 178 yards <laughs> in the first quarter. Yeah, I, when I was that stuff, I was like, couldn't even believe my eyes. I saw that. And I think he finished with like almost, a little bit over 400 yards the whole game and then another touchdown. So, I mean, that's he's he's a great player to watch. I've had a blast he's, watching He's a style. video game guy. He's like creating yeah. a man. Right. Yeah, exactly. It's like players like you know, that watching. You can't even believe your eyes almost. You know, it's, it's for a guy that big to for him to. That's like the cut. Some of the cuts he makes for a guy who's six what six three two yeah. two fifty. It's that's stuff you don't even see from smaller backs. Like right. like like stuff like Saquon does. That that's what what uh, Derrick Henry does. And it's right. it's kind of it's kind of crazy to see a guy that big who can you know who's so shifty. Like yeah. we would just look. You look at him. He's like, oh, he's just a downhill guy. But no, no. he's shifty. He can move. <laughs> no, he can cut he people up. Moves. I know. Awesome. You can run the student screens and wildcats and sweeps and all yeah. kinds of stuff. Mm -hmm. Like he's not just one yeah. dimensional makes guy. Guys look silly too. Yeah. It, it's crazy. Speaking of moves, is there's also Chubb, right? And that guy will wear mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. He will wear down. He will wear down a defense. So I think this is gonna this is this is a big mm -hmm. game. I I think that this will define a lot moving forward. I think both of these teams have a lot. Not I mean, a lot to lose here. I, I hate to say it like that, but it really is because they've. I mean, that's what it is. So <laughs> we'll see. I mean, even like uh, Baker Mayfield too. I feel like he's he improved. This. Still, a lot of people are not really convinced by him. Um, so this will be a big. Yeah, this will be a big <laughs> game. What he's able to do, I'm not fully convinced by any means. So no. Yeah. Yeah, I, the Browns need this. Need this because. They kind of feel like the one of those teams that, like, yeah, their record looks nice, but are they really an eight and three football team? Like, yeah, it's they, kind they of they suspect and like, a little sus. Yeah, it's like, are they really an eight win team? I don't see it. Like, the defense is definitely yeah. uh, improved, and you know Ooh. they're running the ball, which which is great with Hunt and and Chubb. But to me, it comes down to the quarterback and Baker. Just he, he's not. The, 
he, he's not it. He's not. And you could see how they have the offense. They're not leaving, letting him like take field, you know, opportunities we, down the field. You can't give him too much of the game. It'll be no. a disaster. I mean, you look at when they played. If, if Burrow didn't get hurt, the Bengals were winning that game. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. They were without a doubt, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Baker, I, I just don't I don't see it. Like, even when 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 uh, OBJ was was playing, I mean, the amount of throws he would miss for, for Odell, which could have been 80-yard touchdowns, it, it, it was crazy how many uh, big plays he missed with, with, when Odell was playing. So it's going to come down to – I mean, both teams are going to – it's going to come down to them, you know, both teams run the ball like crazy. So, you know, it's going to come down to the quarterbacks, which one doesn't make the mistake. And Tannehill is more prone to not make that mistake. And we've seen Baker make those mistakes. So it's going to come down to the quarterbacks and and whoever makes the most mistakes. I think, uh, you know, that's going to be the outcome of this game. Neither team can get sloppy. That's for sure. I mean, they're Mm going to have to really play. They're going to have to play some seriously meaningful football at the bottom. It's what it's going to come down to. Yeah. And like you said, Miles Miles Garrett coming back is huge for for uh, for them, and no Taylor Lewan for for Tennessee. Obviously, he's been out for a while. Huge for their line, which is huge. So Miles Garrett might have a you know he might he might eat (laughs) he might eat, but but if they run the ball effectively and just run the ball away from him, you know they could do so. It's good. It's it is a very interesting game Mm -hmm. for sure, though. Yeah. yeah, and um, buddy of mine, friend of the show, Patrick Graham, just messaged in and asked, you know are the Browns better without OBJ? And I think that you can make a case either way. I think that there's less pressure that you have to absolutely get him the ball, and that kind of opens up their run game a little bit more because obviously if you're throwing the ball to OBJ 12 times a game, you're taking away touches from Kareem Hunt and from Nick Chubb, like y'all stated earlier. Some interesting things I wanted to bring up in this matchup is that Tennessee is actually eighth in the entire NFL in total yards per game. They are second behind Cleveland in rushing yards per game, which I think people tend to think that it's the other way around, right? Um, Tennessee is actually better, obviously, in the passing yards per game. Cleveland is only better than two other teams in the NFL in pass yards per game. But interesting thing that I I think is going to kind of make or break this game is that Tennessee is second overall in taking care of the ball. They're absolutely the best at, you know, securing the rock. They are last in giveaways, meaning that, they don't turn the ball over, right? And then um, Cleveland is actually seventh in um, kind of that turnover plus minus category as well. So, it and a lot of that honestly just is because that they both run the ball so much. That's you know that's how you secure the ball when you have those you know basically monster trucks your backfield. Yeah. To take care of the game, right? And I think I was reading something. I'm pretty sure the. Uh, Browns are like one and three against teams that have a winning record. So, mm-hmm. but then it's again, it's kind of this thing where you, I mean, they use the word pre- like pretenders too, is like, but is that really a winning? It's hard to tell with both of these teams. You don't know. You hear those numbers and I'm like, I don't know about that. <laughs> like, that, are you yeah. sure people will check it? But I mean, so we'll see what happens. It'll be, that's going to be a very interesting matchup, I think. Yeah, for sure. And it kind of looks like it's going to be like a playoff matchup almost, right? Because in the playoffs, it's almost like the NFL and the NBA are slightly similar in this aspect that the game changes a lot whenever you hit the postseason, right? So kind of running the ball and and playing sound defense is a winning recipe when you hit that postseason and both of these teams excel in both of those areas, right? So I think, you know, the quarterback, I'm obviously higher on Ryan Tannehill. He was a guy that was garnering in early MVP considerations mm-hmm. in the season. Yeah, he's tailed off a little bit with that. Right. I mean, yeah. they were like 5-0. and oh. They started this season off 5-0, and oh, so, and they were crushing it. I mean, 
I even picked up Tannehill in a league at one point because I was like, this guy is he's my starting quarterback. Racking up points. I'm like, I'm picking up Tannehill. This is crazy. Yeah. I mean, so, but he's also, he's kind of tapered off a little bit. We've seen him not play as well. So again, it comes down to seeing which one is really the better team, I think. Yeah. And just real quick, before we move on to the next game, it's interesting to me, I've been bringing this up all season long, that Tennessee is 25th in yards allows per game. So even though that Mike Vrabel is their head coach yeah, and he was, hasn't been, been yeah, shaky. the defense hasn't been that great. And we know that he was a yeah. linebacker. So it's weird that you see a defensive minded head coach have a better offense than a defense in the NFL. Right. So. Especially when you're so good at running the ball too. And I usually right. help the defense yeah. too, but their defense has just been really, they can't rush the passer at all. No. Like they don't. <laughs> the quarterback. So that's a huge issue for them. If, if they can't get to the quarterback, it, it might be, you know, uh, you know, Baker might have time to throw the ball. You know, so yeah. they got they got to get to the pass. They don't they don't really have a pass rush. You know, yeah. I know they got uh, Harold Landry. That's pretty much it. Right. So they have to figure out a ways to create a pass rush because uh, sure. you know that that's going to be tough if they can't do that. Because it's easy to make Baker sloppy. It's that's not a hard task. Yeah, yeah exactly. You have to be able to do it because <laughs> if he gets time, he shows you why he got drafted the way he did. So you have you still. That's a whole another conversation. That's a whole another show in itself. I still can't believe it. I still can't believe it. I think the Browns were the only team that were all, all in on him. And I can't wait for that uh Giants Browns match. I won't get to it, but I'm very excited because Baker was chirping uh Mr. Jones a little bit. So I hope he shuts him down. Yeah, I, I just don't you got me started on this stuff. I'm sorry. I don't get why like Baker like is a beat his chest quarterback against like lower end competition. Like like no offense to you guys. I know y'all are Giants fans, but like Daniel Jones is like a solid quarterback, but like he's not the first guy you think of in the NFL as a quarter. So like when you see a guy like Baker Mayfield, who we just talked about, you know, that they are 30th in the league in passing yards per game. Right. Mm -hmm. Why is he beating his chest against Daniel Jones? Yeah, it doesn't I don't make know. any sense. Yeah, especially Daniel's not going to say anything. He's harmless. <laughs> he's like the, <laughs> only one of the sweetest players in the entire NFL. He's exactly. Not, he's a sweetheart. Yeah. Like. yeah. He, he's Eli Manning 2.0. All right, guys. That's his son. In some way, that was his son. He adopted yeah. it somehow. Yeah. That's his son. Cryogenically frozen in a lab. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right, guys. We're going to talk about my team now because we can. Um, the next game that we're going to talk about are the Rams versus Cardinals in a just overall the NFC West is like, like I said earlier, it's very cutthroat. Um, the Cardinals are in a bit of a slump. The Rams are a little bit on the rise and these teams are close in a lot of statistical categories. Steffi, what's your analysis on this matchup? Yeah. So I think that it's, it's interesting here because we're seeing Murray who, possibly is still nursing this this AC joint sprain. I think he – I don't know that he has anyone fully convinced that it's healed and he's feeling fantastic. Um, um, yeah, they really are. I mean, and I saw again too, I know that he's not always a huge impact, but I saw Larry Fitz might be out again. I think that he also he, – he still adds something when he's on the field. I mean, he's not someone that you don't think of at all, but I know the Rams are are – allowing uh, the second fewest yards in the NFL. And uh, it's definitely going to be a tough matchup for Arizona. I mean, it's not looking good for them. I think, I think that the Rams are kind of hot too. And they're like, what, six and O against Arizona. Sean McVay basically. Owns the <laughs> yeah. That is his team. <laughs> Just as Daniel Jones owns 
the football team, he owns the Cardinals. Like this is something where they, and they whoop them every time. Like it's not, this is not, mm-hmm. the score is very close. It's like 35 to two. Yeah, <laughs> but it's, yeah. it's going to be a tough match for Arizona. They got to pull it together. You shut yeah, down. Whole- that's it. <laughs> Yeah, but but the Rams, I mean, they they obviously they they didn't show up last week against mm. the 49ers. So that's that's concerning it in this way. But Arizona blew that game against New England. So it's kind of a weird game to even try to predict because I don't know what to expect in this game to be honest. Uh it, it's going to be it's it's a very weird game to predict because both teams didn't look good last week and then like you said, Kyle Murray's banged up which isn't good, you know, and he, he's kind of hasn't looked the same for a little bit. So, yeah. and then, you know, Jared Goff is, you know, I know Steven's not a yep. big <laughs> Jared Goff guy. Nope. And we're still trying to figure Jared Goff out. And, and the Rams, I mean, the defense is, has, has been pretty good, but, you know, still like against that 49ers team, like you should have dominated that game. That that's a game you dominate. Like the yeah. second time we lost to them this season, yeah. and they're banged up. It's yeah. just it's and, inexcusable. And, and and shout out to the 49ers because like Steph, you saw what they did to get to the There's Giants some, earlier this season. Like yeah, they dominated the Giants, and they had, you know, I think I was the, the third string quarterback for that game. Right, you know? so right. Like, you, mean, know, you know, I was waiting every, on my call. Yeah, yeah everyone was hurt. So. Beautiful. I mean, the 49ers coaching staff can really put together yeah. a good game. Like, I applaud them. I think it's some of, it's some really good coaching. They know how to find weaknesses in a team, and they just they take they take full advantage of it. Exactly. And they're, they are very good at that. So, using the players they do have on top of the coaching, they can be a threat. And I think that is something that flies under the radar. I think going back to uh, the game is Arizona. I'm not fully convinced that they're as good as I think that they're a little bit fraudulent I don't Mm -hmm. know their defense has not been great I mean it 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 really hasn't I think that I don't know this will be an interesting matchup I think that the Rams will probably prove themselves and shut everyone up from last week and show everyone again but Goff if he that guy makes makes me so nervous he so the way that I like everything good about him is a direct tie to Sean McVay. Sean McVay is just a, a wonder. I'm pretty sure that I could maybe win at least one game in the NFL as the Rams starting quarterback with the way Sean McVay goes. Yeah, I mean, if I can win one, Steph, you could probably, you know, assemble a three game win streak, right? So, <laughs> but you know, he, he's it's like a it's like a like a puppet master and a puppet, you know, like if he sits down to. I don't need, I'm not like a puppet master, right? But whatever you call the things that control a puppet, you know, um, when Mave sits those downs and the game is in uh, Jared Goff's hands, it is so scary as a Rams fan. I hate seeing him when the play breaks down because it's just nerve wracking. Like you don't trust him like you do several other quarterbacks in the NFL to, to make a role and make the right read, you know? So whenever he, whenever the game plan happens exactly the way that Sean McVay draws it up, golf looks great. And he'll he'll assemble, you know, maybe two or three games in a row where he you're like, oh wow, golf's like finally figuring it out. But when the game plan breaks down, he is just he's a nightmare. And he makes me nervous when he throws the ball downfield. I'm like, oh my gosh, please don't (laughs) just let's do shorter passes. You're scaring Mm -hmm. me. Yeah, he he like I said last week, he just didn't show up, like two interceptions and just didn't look good. And he had he's had a lot of those games where 
you know, he'll look good one week. You're like, all right, maybe golf's, you know, coming through. And then boom, three interceptions, two interceptions, gets sacked five times and just makes really bad throws. So this is a, this is a weird game. Like I said, it's a, it's a weird game to figure out because like you said, the Cardinals defense hasn't been great. And I think the loss of Chandler Jones has really showed. Well, like, right. Yeah. yeah. So the, th the thing about Arizona's defense is like, it's obviously not as good as their offense, right? And mm -hmm. so I think when you're a team and they kind of mirror what you see in Seattle with the Seahawks, where they have an awesome offense, but their defense isn't as good. But the thing about Seattle is, is their defense is like bottom in the league. Arizona's is actually about league average if you look at like statistically speaking, that is, right? Like they, mm -hmm. they allow the 15th most yards per through the air, right? Um, slightly below average in rushing, right? But points per game, they are... In, 14th so they're slightly just like a tick above average when you look at their defense so on paper it looks like they're about league average defensively but you can see when they're in a big matchup is really when they yeah. struggle and they're up against like a really competent quarterback which we just got done all basically agreeing that Goff really isn't like a competent quarterback he is like the definition of like a game manager so yeah. it's going to be really interesting like because I'm been a Rams fan like my whole life like I'm kind of jaded. I feel like the Cardinals are going to find a way to win this game, even though that I know that we have like one of the best defenses in the entire NFL, like with Jalen Ramsey and that bad man, Aaron Donald, like it's really hard to go up against that defense. But Kyler Murray has the ability to scramble and throw the ball, which I think is another thing that can kind of negate a, a really strong defensive presence. Yeah, I, I think the Rams, they, they should be able to take care of you know the cardinals because if you just look back, i'm wrong yeah i mean because <laughs> the cardinals kind of you know they, they had an overtime win you know against seattle right so that's kind mm -hmm. of up you know that could have went either way and then yeah. the hell mary versus buffalo i mean that's just hell murray hell murray <laughs> the hell murray like they're so they easily could have been on a five game losing streak going into this game so like they, they have to play better for sure and, and the defense needs to you know play a little better they've given up a lot of points recently so they, they gotta they, and they just gotta hope that calamari doesn't get hurt because yeah. if they lose him then it's 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 really over for them <laughs> they have to adjust them. that playbook i mean the thing with exactly. the Cardinals, i think is what they know works so if murray is if nursing that shoulder which those i'm telling you those shoulder yeah. injuries scare the crap out of me because all it takes mm -hmm. is one sack or one tackle and he falls back on that thing and it's done so Donald, it's you know tackle. aaron Donald knows that in the back of his head too exactly so it's like i mean also i wouldn't be mad if you guys bang them up a little bit because <laughs> then we have to play them but exactly. we'll so try to help you all out we'll try but to i don't want out. anyone to get active very hurt but please if you can a little you know slow down just slow them down yeah, slow yeah. up yeah, a little bit this one's gonna be interesting there's some good games this week i feel like this is the first time um watching football that everything feels like a trap game you're like, oh you're right unless it's the it's really the chiefs i swear i I know I, the Steelers, for some reason, I just feel like they're going to get beat. It's it's coming. I don't know when. It's, it's going to happen. It's coming. They're not a 12 and 0, what, what 11 and 12 and 0 no. football team. Like, they don't play like that. <laughs> they're not. The, Cow the Cowboys almost beat them. Yeah, yeah. The Jaguars almost beat them. <laughs> we almost beat them. <laughs> yeah. 
That's yeah. true. And you talked about this, Stephanie. I'm going to use that to kind of transition into the third game where it feels like there are a lot of trap games. And that's why I kind of wanted to focus on this Bills-Niners matchup because the Niners are coming off. We just mentioned a really great win against Los Angeles. The Bills are are rolling. like They, are, they look like a really good team. But there are a couple of key aspects in this matchup that I think that the Niners could use to their advantage to walk out of this victorious. Steffi, what do you think about this matchup? Yeah, I think this is kind of, we kind of touched base on this before. I think that the 49ers have an exceptional coaching staff that has been able to work with, like, if you look at the injuries they had, losing Kittle, using Garoppolo, uh, I mean, Mullins has really stepped up for them. I applaud him. Mm-hmm. I think that he has... I, we I talked about this last night too. There's there's people you would want as a backup quarterback and people that you wouldn't. Uh, and I think that Mullins is he he's a solid backup quarterback. I mean he's done great for them. But again, going back to that coaching staff, they will they will find your your flaws and they can just eat off them. Mm-hmm. I think that's why they've had so much success despite the fact that they have been one of those teams that's gotten banged up and had a little bit more of an unfortunate season. But I mean, the Bills have a lot. I think they have a lot to prove here. I think the Bills fly a little bit under the radar. I think that uh, it'll be interesting to see what the 49ers can pull off. But I mean, again, I wouldn't be surprised if they come up on top. It wouldn't be shocking to me. Yeah, Chris, what do you think about this matchup, man? Uh, it, you know, Steph, you touched on this earlier, the the trap game thing. I feel like th- it was really hard to pick a third matchup in this because there's a lot of where, like, there's an obvious team that sh- should be a heavy favorite, but they're, uh, you know, the, the lower end team, if you will, feels like it has a legit chance to walk away victorious. And that was that was this matchup to me, Chris. Yeah, I agree. I think the I think for Buffalo, you know, they're not on a lot of primetime games, and this is a big stage for them. Even though it's against a, a banged-up 49ers team, this 49ers team, like we talked before, they fight. Every mm-hmm. week they fight, and they and they go out there, and, and uh, Mullins has been has done a, a solid job as the backup. You know, and, you know, they've done as good as possible with the amount. I mean, I, I haven't seen a team with this many injuries, especially to uh, all their stars. Yeah. It, it, it's kind of crazy how, how many big-time stars I've seen. Kittle and then you know, now I'm thinking about them all. I mean, they lost oh, yeah. games. This is not, these are not little injuries. Like, yeah. no. they, they've lost, players. they've lost stars. Both Mossert, Mossert, most early. All their running backs have gotten hurt. You know, Debo yeah. Sanders. Their running back stable has to be like the best in the NFL. Like, yeah. they, they just feel like they'd bring in anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, all the injuries they've been able to cut and to still be, you know, Fighting and still, you know, being competitive is very impressive. So for Buffalo, this this is a definitely a trap game for Buffalo. Like they can go into this with, you know, you know, thinking that they're gonna go into this and, and maybe, you know, do their thing. But I wouldn't be surprised if the 49ers, you know, pull this one out. Yeah. You know, because you know, Debo's coming back. And I think, mm-hmm. you know, with Debo, you know, uh, you know, they really need a Debo back. He's definitely like their security blanket and yeah, Swiss uh, Army know, knife on that team, Swiss dude. Army, yeah, he's just He's just a tough guy. He, he reminds me of like a Heinz Ward type player where he just yeah, makes tough yeah. Percy Harvin. Yeah, got Anquan Bolden, those type of guys who just make tough catches. That's what Debo Samuel reminds me of. So I yeah. think that, that that's that's very, you know, that's important that they get him back. Right. And I think just quickly, just to add off of that too, I know the one thing that if the 49ers can stop Buffalo in the third down, mm-hmm. I think they can have success because they're actually this this shocked me when I was reading the other day. It just totally just came to me. But they're only behind the Chiefs in the third down. They, like, these guys can perform. I mean, 
I think that someone that flies under the radar too is Stefan Diggs. I mean, that guy. Not to me. Not to me. I've been I've been beating the drum on this show, Steffi. I've been saying like he may yeah. low key be, be he may be the best wide receiver in the NFL right now. He's the best. He might be the best route runner. In, in yeah, he is. He is so phenomenal. I mean, I love watching him play. I even. If it wasn't such a diehard Giants fan, I'm telling you, I would have a, I would have his jersey because that guy can play football and he is a threat. And I think that it's nice to see Allen and him on. I think that they just they they mesh yeah. well. It's I think a perfect they marriage. A lot of attention, but I think people forget about how well they are together. They're such the a good chemistry. Team. You know, yeah, that, that was a thing that people were worrying about with Diggs and, and Allen, because Allen, you wouldn't think as he's not a you know precision mm -hmm. passer and all that. And, you know, obviously, when you, with everything going on this year, not a normal training camp and all that, you would figure that chemistry would be an issue. It hasn't. <laughs> he has no. 80 catches for like, what, 900 yards, like what, four or five touchdowns. Yeah. He's yeah. People laugh. Yeah. People laugh when I picked up picked up digs. I'm like, no, I'm telling you, something about this is enticing to me. This is gonna yeah, be yeah, fantasy-wise. Like I think he what was very down on wide better? receivers wise in fantasy. And then you know, he's paying dividends for a lot of people yeah. in fantasy. But that yeah. connection has been on point. And you know, uh that's why I've I've been high on Allen on Josh Allen. I just know if he got his his Love true Allen's number one, game, you know, I, I'm I'm still on the board that the Giants should have took him a few years ago. But that's all that's another podcast too. Yeah, that's should've. a whole other story. So I could go on for like a, I could do a week podcast. Yeah, on right on too. He, he's a Knicks fan too, Steffi. So oh. it's not just the Giants. Like he's got Knicks heartbreak as well. That so right. I got a lot of New York heartbreak, but yeah, <laughs> yeah but yeah, Buffalo. Um, this could be a trap game, but if if the and uh, Allen connection is going. And Dawson Knox, too, has been coming on of late, too. That's someone that they've needed to, to get going because, to me, he's yeah, super talented. In, yeah. And last year he had he did solid as a rookie. So uh, And then they got to get the run game going with Singletary. Yeah, and man, it's that been, was a big it's been shaky, The run game. So uh, And the defense, too, has not been as good as we thought. Exactly. You know, um, it hasn't been as good as we thought because they've given up a lot of points. But, um, you know, another team. They got to yeah. play football either of these teams they slip and that that's what it is i mean this is going to be like a one-point game i think i don't think we're looking it's at gonna it be a close game, right? it's yeah, gonna be a tight game this is a good matchup again like we're getting some good football games this week there's some nice there's gonna be some good matchups i think we're gonna see some really awesome football this week which is cool. there you go yeah and just some key things that i want to point out real quick is that yeah. buffalo and san francisco they're only separated by 10 yards per game total yards per game so like offensively they're very close and i think that this is something that slips you know kind of underneath the radar like you were saying earlier Steph is that San Francisco's offense even though that they're not like world beaters they mm -hmm. still perform pretty well considering all the mm -hmm. injuries and everything that they sustained uh and and turnover differentials though this is where it could go in in Buffalo's favor is that they are plus one in turnover differential San Francisco is minus four they've given the ball away the fourth most in the entire NFL so you mentioned that if it, if they can play a clean game it'll be close but history has shown us this season, right, that San Francisco doesn't necessarily take the best care of the football. Yeah. I think – I want Shanahan to come to the Giants. <laughs> <laughs> I rid of Garrett. I love him. I think that he calls such an awesome game. I just think he's such a good – his football – Except for the Super Bowl. That's, that's where he stops coaching yeah. is the Super Bowl. Yeah. But if we, we just got to get there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. Well, everyone else will do the rest. But I'm telling you, that coach, he can call a really nice football game. And I think that's why you've seen them be successful. So I wouldn't sleep on that, on that Shanahan. He is – He's got a, a very good high football IQ. 
Absolutely. All right, so we're going to transition now to the next segment. This is our games to watch. Um, I'll get us started just real quick, just so, Steffi, I know you're new to the show. Yeah. And, and, Chris, you've been in and out of the show. So um, the first game that I want to give everybody there, give the attention to is the Rams versus the Patriots. Just because as a Rams fan, I cannot stand the New England Patriots. Every time we play them, I just want to rub their nose in it. And I think that this is the – finally, the, this is the best year that we could ever – Come in and, and beat New England, although Bill Belichick is just, a, I mean, what can you say bad about his coaching ability, right? He's just hes just the best maybe to ever do it, and that's not, um, you know, lofty praise. Like, there's a lot to that statement, right? Um, the, the Rams, they are six in total yards per game, while New England started really low. They've worked I think their- you got the games mixed up. I think the, the, the Patriots are playing the Chargers. No, they're not. Um. No, they're not. Or else I'm blind. Yeah. No. You got the wrong LA team. No. Yeah, New England's playing the the Chargers. No, they're and not. The, the Rams are playing the the Rams are playing the Cardinals. We just talked about that. <laughs> no, I was talking about for 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 next week, right? For oh, for next. Oh, moving forward. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Hang on just a second. Now I gotta make sure I'm not crazy. I got I get confused too with the with the LA things. Okay, so we're doing one for next week, right? Not for this. Yeah, through next Thursday. Yeah. Uh, So yeah, this is the Thursday night matchup. I'm sorry, my brain got a little 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 tricked out. We had a rough week, okay, Daniel. McCoy starting is is, is in my head. No, I. I totally get it. I, I feel embarrassed because I thought that I was like wrong about this. And I was like, no, I like sat down and did this whole thing. But yeah, I've been wrong I before. You prepared, so I was like, wait, no, I got, okay, I got you. Now. No, I got it's okay. I, I should have mentioned that's my fault. I should have mentioned that for next Thursday, because we are. And the reason we do that, right. Is that we don't oh, record until oh, yeah, the next the Saturday. Thursday, yeah. Right. So we go up until that following that's week. Awesome, right, so. actually. I feel like that's a really uh, great, like, yes. uh, I totally know. forgot we do that. Yes, right. Right. Yeah, right. that's awesome. That's actually cool. Okay, let's get into it. Sorry, to, <laughs> sorry, sorry for us. All right, time out, <laughs> time in. All right, so the the matchup that I want to focus on is for next Thursday, which is part of what we do here at CU Sunday. We give you up until Thursday. Um, the the Rams and the Patriots are going to match up, and the Rams they're top they're top ten in offense and defense, which I think is really um, important to point out. The Patriots, however, are slowly starting to climb up a lot of these statistical categories. Um, they are 21st in total yards per game. They're actually fifth in rushing yards per game, which I was actually pretty surprised to see that, right? Considering that they've typically been a pass-happy team, but we've seen the effect that Cam Newton has onto this offense. And then they are actually league average in defense, 16th in yards allowed per game. I think the Rams are the favorite in this matchup. But I do think, however, it's Bill Belichick. It's the Rams versus Patriots, and I always get nervous for this matchup. So this is one that I have for, mm-hmm. you know, just the viewers to kind of keep an eye on because I feel like, you know, the the Patriots, if they can assemble a couple games together, they could be potentially like a wild card team. It yeah. may, it could happen. I, yeah, I agree. And also, that'll be an interesting game. Going back talking about Bill is 
seeing him match up against McVeigh because I think that young mind versus like kind of the older school, it'll mm. be interesting to see how they how they challenge each other and how they can bring it together. Because I mean, the Patriots have struggled. That's obvious. I mean, they have. Uh, I feel bad for Cam. I love watching him play. Yeah, they can't they can't throw the ball at all. It's, it's honestly brutal to watch. I mean, it's been rough to watch the Patriots. But again, talk about. All- Although that they rank ahead of Baker Mayfield in the Cleveland Browns in passing yards per game, just want to put that I out mean, there. That's not saying I much. Mean, hey, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, yeah, I mean, but that, I agree. That, 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 that sounds bad. That sounds worse for Baker. The fact that that's the yeah. that's why I brought it up. That's a that's an interesting point. That's that. crazy. I would have never thought that. So right. Yeah. And he has, and Baker has weapons too. Like even without OBJ, he still has better weapons than Landry Cam. Cam has and Joku. No tight ends, and has receivers that drop passes every other play. Like like yeah. me, uh, um, what's his face? Um, oh, uh, what's his the, the wide receiver? Harry, Harry. 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 Yeah. he drops yeah. a pass every other play. So it's like you know, Cam doesn't have much to work with. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's gonna all be right. That's a good one. All right, thank you. Uh Chris, who's your matchup that you want to inform the people to just kind of keep an eye on? Okay, so I'm biased. So obviously oh, I'm gonna go yeah. with the, the, the game. I'm old I always go with my team. I'm gonna go with the Giants and the Seahawks. I think it's an interesting game because obviously the Giants are riding high. You know, we won three in a row, but mm-hmm. we don't have Daniel Jones. So it's you know, we got Cole McCoy at the helm. And, you know, but the, the run game has improved. The defense looks better. You know, Blake Martinez is tackling everything in sight. Yeah. You know, the secondary has played better. The pass rush is, is improved. Um, it's just going to be interesting. The, the Seahawks defense is really bad. So, you know, I, I'm not saying that, you know, Colt's going to be able to find everything. But if there's a defense you can, it's the Seahawks defense. They, 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 uh, they, they just not. They're not this. They're not that uh, legion of boom defense that we're, we're so accustomed to seeing. So, you know, may, you know, hopefully, you know, going into they could find holes. You know, with with Shepard and, and Ingram. Evan Ingram is he's finally. It feels like he's finally coming into it. Like I've been so hard on Evan Ingram this I whole have, year. Yeah. I think we all have, and it, it seems like maybe he's finally coming into his own. Uh, hopefully. Hopefully we'll see, but uh, the, this is going to be interesting to see and uh, to see the defense going against Russell Wilson and and Metcalf and and Lockett and you know they they got a they got a lot of Carson, Car- you know the the running backs have been banged up, so yep. you know you know uh, that's going to be another matchup to see. But you know seeing that matchup with with you know Bradbury going against Metcalf is going to be an interesting yeah. matchup and. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that, of course, because it, it has a lot versus of versus O line too. D line, O line. You know, the, our defensive line with Lawrence and and mm-hmm. Williams, yeah. they've really they've really played well. You know, um, so it's going to be a good, interesting matchup. You know, I know I I wish Daniel Jones was there because I, I would really really like our chances more. Yeah. But you know, I'm still going right. to this game optimistic that we can maybe you know make this a football game because obviously yeah. Russell Wilson is is a magician at quarterback. So it's going to be interesting the game. I agree. I so I'll comment on it. I was gonna pick that game, obviously, but I'll pick another game that I think is gonna be very interesting. Uh, that so it's kind of a two for one. So I'll put my two cents in, and then I'll I'll tell you about my the game the Logo. other to watch. So I think that I think the Seahawks Giants game is that's that's has trap game written mm. all over it, right? We've seen we've seen I know please God. I we've seen Russell will we've seen him struggle a, a little bit, slip up. He he can be shaken. He's another one of those quarterbacks 
if you shake him early, he does start making those mistakes. I mean, you don't see it a lot. He's a fantastic quarterback and no one doubts that, but he, he can be shaken. Is, right. is the point. I think that some, a coach that is getting a lot of attention to is Mr. Patrick Graham. I think that he is a fantastic defensive coordinator. Um, I think that, I'm sure they are preparing very well. I think if anything, I've been saying this since Danny got hurt. I mean, this is going to be the this is going to be the Graham defense, Gano, Gallman Gano, show. Man, if all of them can be on point, it's it's a you know what? Before Danny got hurt, the game that I thought we would lose would be the Cardinals. I thought we would win this game with him. I was I was quite convinced. The Seahawks don't scare me that much. I'm not scared of of Pat Kerr. I'm not scared of his playing calling. I think that the Giants have had this momentum and they've been really picking up. Things are starting to mesh together. Uh, we might see a little bit more McKinney that might pop in. Yes, I guess. It's, yeah, I mean, he, got, he only got five snaps, but I was looking into the injury and he's kind of at that peak now where he's at maximum healing. Which I'm wondering if they were actually doing that for these two harder matchups that we have coming up. So that's going to be an interesting game to watch. I mean, McCoy is also, he's also, he's not a bad backup quarterback. I mean, the guy's won games. He's, he, he, as long as he can go in and get the job done, I think that they they, ha they have a shot. I don't think that's going to be a blowout, and I think that will be this, the Seahawks' mistake. If they mm -hmm. go into that game thinking they're going to completely um, like demolish the Giants. That's a mistake because if you look at the games, the Giants have only lost most of their games, but except for the 49ers, no one has really shut this team out. I mean, they're losing to teams yeah. by th those three losses. I mean, six points. I mean, yeah, Tampa Bay was a two point loss. And, and yeah, Philly that was, was a really good game. Loss, which yeah. they should have won. Like, it's crazy right. how just a few, you know, a few plays mm -hmm. here and there, the Giants could right. be seven and four instead of four and seven, you know? Exactly. So as they have to play clean football if kim yeah. fleming is on the on the freaking field i'm gonna cry my eyes out but <laughs> it, it can't go down early too like it can't be 14 nothing because i don't think we can come like we're not the type of football team right. even yeah. with daniel jones we're you not gonna make it a rock fight in this match we, we gotta you make get... it a fight you know? yeah the nice thing is we had uh, some people are coming back from covid so we had the covid reserve so matt pert who's been a phenomenal rookie mm. i mean that was a steal in the draft I was pumped about that draft. I mean, I, I think that that was a phenomenal pick. I and mean, the guy, he's great. He has literally the longest arms in the NFL, essentially. Massive. So, I mean, like, the guy is ginormous. He's a massive man. I mean, that guy can really – he's a very good player. I mean, we have also – Caden Smith is coming back. People forget about him. That was something we really missed last week. Caden mm -hmm. Smith flies under the radar. That guy is a silent, phenomenal blocker. He mm -hmm. can – block like no other ingram's been doing better so as long as if the seahawks come into this game a little too cocky i think it's it's bad new seahawks because i think that the giants have a little bit more weapons than they think uh so it'll be interesting to see uh yeah it's gonna be an interesting matchup but speaking about the division and i'll go into another game i think is definitely one to watch talking about these trap games and okay. about the steelers are not quite as in my opinion as oh here we go so the, uh, the Steelers can not run the ball. No. Pathetic, actually. Okay. Like to have that record and have a complete inability to run the ball is, uh, is I don't even know how that's possible. But the problem here is the Washington's defense 
is a good defense. They will whoop your sorry ass. I mean, they've got some good players. I think Washington has a few. They're very similar to the Giants roster in the fact that there's a couple holes, but if they can eventually plug them, these are going to be two teams to watch out for because the Washington, I'm impressed. I mean, growing up, the Reds, the, sorry. Gotta blurt that out when we edit it. <laughs> the football team. It's so hard because growing up, you're like watching it, and then all of a sudden you have to change it. They do it on ESPN, Fox Sports, like everybody yeah. still does it. Actually, funny enough, I was watching sixty years, so it's hard to yeah. change. That. I was watching uh what show is it? I think it might be the one that Stephen A is on. I don't I just have first take, yeah. Time. Yeah, and one of the guys he actually said the the New York Giants Washington football team and I was like oh my gosh yeah but I think this game I mean uh McLaurin right is that how you pronounce it I mean he's been doing phenomenal Gibson you've been seeing so and you know what yeah so I think (laughs) 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 that Um, classic Jeff Jeff dude Way to yeah, go, but, brother. yeah, but I think that that's a I I think that that's a game to to look out for. I know the Steelers are very much favored. I've seen the betting odds. I've seen it all. But I think that this mm. might be the game. Which I hate to say this because it's bad news, Giants. If this is the, the case, but right. the wash the Washington football team I, they could win this game. They could very much well get shut out. But the Washington football team's defense scares the crap out of me. That's a good defense. Yeah, well, Fuller, I mean, and you're just so Couch Coach is, is normally the co host here on the show. He's a big Washington football team fan. We have like so many NFC East fans in our network. It's crazy, even though the, we have people from like all over. Every team too, right? I think we represent. I, I think, yeah, the- we got Eagles fans and everything. Yeah. So we have Cowboys fans on there too. But I mean, know. everybody's got to deal with Cowboys <laughs> fans, right? So. Um, but yeah, so couch coach, he loves Kendall Fuller. And I think that Fuller in this matchup, it depend- unfortunately, he can't guard all five, four or five of the, yeah. the wide receivers that, that the Steelers sure. have. Yeah. They have a lot of weapons, but I mean, Fuller, depending on who he's matched up against, probably Claypool, I'm thinking is like the game breaker for the Steelers, right? Yeah. If, if they can negate Claypool. Deontay I- Johnson's been coming on too. Deontay like, Johnson yeah, is really good too. Three yeah. games were like 11 catches and then last yeah, game he had a touchdown yeah, too. So and also I think uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Big Ben should be a little scared of Chase Young because <laughs> yeah. that boy, if he wants to eat, he's going to hurt that old man. I swear mm-hmm. to God. That's not going to be pretty. And uh, I mean, the football team's a little bit historic for hurting some people. So it's a little scary. You guys get scared every hurting time. Own players. When Roethlisberger drops back, I get scared because I'm like, oh, he's going to so get hurt. Scared. Well, that's why he like leads he the NFL up. in like time, like time of like yeah, holding on to so the ball and throwing ball, it. Like yeah. he's just. Because he can't move. He 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 looks so slow. Like, I know he's 38, whatever he is, but he looks slow in the pocket. And every time he, he got hit last week, and I was like, oh, my God, like, is he going to get up? Because he got hit hard. Well, and he's like, just like an old school quarterback. Like, he's not like one of he, – he's not on, like, the TB12 program. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he's, he's not, not – he's, like, he's not on pliabilities and, and flexibility, and, and he's not using ropes. And all that stuff. <laughs> he's, just, he's just the statue back there with an arm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Like that's, he has that's weapons, though. It helps when he has all those Deontay Johnson yeah. – I mean, we're not even talking. We didn't even talk about Juju. Like, I was just Juju might be like the third best receiver on the team right now. Like, yeah, you know? Eric Ebron. Like, Ebron's he, been he, bowling out. Yeah. Yeah. Except for last week, he he got.
got he got beat up a lot on Twitter last week, but like yeah, he had to drop. Yeah, he had to drop. Ebron yeah. overall has been doing very well for the, for this. But that's Eric Ebron in a nutshell. So like, correct. Yeah. <laughs> Eric Ebron has his game, but he's gonna be you know hotter. Yeah, cold. yeah. It'll be so. I think that's a good game. I mean, again, we've been talking. There's some good. This is a good football week. I love it. I think it was a couple. I don't know which week it was. A couple of weeks ago. I mean, there was. Yeah, yeah, it was this, bad. this is one of those weeks that you see upset, 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 upset. I'm, I'm, Colts, I'm Titans, yeah, Texans. Excuse me, Colts, Colts Texans. Texans. I could see. I could see Houston. You know, watch. I, mean, I know it's going to be tough without Fuller. With he had the suspension, so it's going to be tough for. Mm-hmm. Or Houston, but you can never count out Watson, you know, pulling out something, you know, because he's he's tremendous. So right. I wouldn't be surprised, you know. And Bears, Lions minus is the Jets. another one. Minus yeah. the Jets. I think that's yeah, the only that, game I another like. team that I think is getting a lot. I mean, I think we talk. Do we talk about pretenders later? Because I'll save it. It's yeah, let's save it. Save okay. it. We, 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 we want all the smoke on that segment. All right. <laughs> all right. Well, here we go. Well, we'll, Steph, we'll take your lead and we'll transition now into Jeff's power rankings here. We have for week 13. Now, Steph, before you see this and just beat up Jeff, because poor Jeff, everybody beats him up, context. right? We've got to get the context first. <laughs> so just to put this out there. So the way that he evaluates power rankings, it's not your this isn't your dad's power rankings, right? Like he he looks at the possibility of being able to make the playoffs on top of like mm-hmm. quality wins, how many consecutive wins you're coming off of, like quality of opponent, but playoff picture matters a lot in his ranking so if you have the ability to make the playoffs which is why you see where probably you may disagree with where minnesota is in this matchup or where the washington football team (laughs) are uh i think that the tampa bay buccaneers are a little high but okay i think that that is a little bit but this is aside that's the one that's really standing out to me right now yeah this is i mean Jeff says he can take it. By the way, Steph. So if you want to, if you want to annihilate him, Jeff, he, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get you back. On these, he gets beat no, up I mean, on by a lot of people, especially the Patriots fans too. They're not going to do much. They have a bunch of old men that playing Madden in like 2006. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> but, but they, but the players are aged. You literally yeah. crank down their speed. Like this is what it is. Yeah, um, I don't think that the the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have been that impressive this year. I mean, you've seen Brady throw a tantrum in at least four games. So, oh, so, so Steph, real quick. So, yeah. I want to get your take on this because I find it completely I knew, I knew strange. I, I got to, I got to, yeah. because not only is she special guest, but she's a fellow Giants fan. Stephanie, what are what is your personal take <laughs> on Tom Brady? How do you how do you feel about Tom Brady? Okay. Tom Brady is so I talk about this. I feel like this came up on one of the last podcasts I was on. So I feel like there's a difference of being elite and being the goat. I know it sounds a little silly, but bear with me. I think that Brady has a lot of rings, obviously, but I, I, when I think of an elite quarterback to me, I think like someone like Aaron Rodgers, I think mm-hmm. that plays the game in a way that is like, holy crap. But I don't – so obviously I have a vendetta against Tom Brady. He also okay. – the thing that with Tom Brady is I think that he is just a sore loser too. I think that I would be able to accept it a little more. But 
I, the no handshaking. This thing. is making me so happy. Because also, not only am I a Giants fan, so I'm very happy that we handed Brady some some very satisfying losses over the years. But I'm also a University of Arizona alumni. So mm. he did not shake Nick Foles' hand, who is one of the nicest people I've oh, ever this met makes me so happy. in my entire life. I was so upset because was, he's just such a jerk. Like, shake the dude's hand. It's Nick Foles. Like, it's not a big deal. Uh, Steffi, so what would you say to a Giants fan? Uh, like, just hypothetically speaking, if there was a fellow Giants fan oh, no. that you could talk to that also is like a huge Tom Brady fan and supporter. Oh, come on, man. Why? <laughs> Why? I'm just going to sit here and listen to this now. Thank you, Steffi, right. so much. Chris, explain yourself. It's always it's every time I talk to fellow Giants fans and I and I mentioned this, it's it it always gets the same reaction. And I understand. I, I truly, truly understand, but just bear with me. Bear with me. I, I'm a big fan of stories, right? I love people's stories that like people persevering from you know all that. So I always was fond of the story of Tom Brady. So ever since 2001, when you know he gets to the Super Bowl as a backup, oh the whole story to me. Mm-hmm. And I, he was always I, from there. I just always was fascinated with Tom Brady. Yeah. Obviously, you know the Super Bowl and all that. I'm gonna root for the Giants, you know. But I, yeah. you know, it, it was tough in a little bit because I do like Tom a lot. So I am a big Tom Brady mark. Yeah. I will say that. So what you said just now almost made me cry on on live here. <laughs> it almost made me cry <laughs> tears of joy because I don't get it. But I, I I could take it. I can I can yeah. understand. Takes on Tom Brady, and yeah. the guys know I always joke about you know Tom and with the he's so, undefeated after it's not shaking. Hands, but he lose last week, so that's over. But I, I I just have a soft spot for Tom. I just love the story. To me, that's the story. If he was like a first round pick, I wouldn't have cared about his story because it's not interesting. But it's a story and like how he you know you know seven string quarterback and all that. I always got faster. It just sucks yeah. that you know they just happened to go through the job. Listen, I was happy when the, yeah. I went to the parades. I went to both parades. Yeah, after. yeah. But it's, it's always been the story for me. I know why people don't like him. Uh-huh. I get it. He does. He should have yeah. shook hands. I know. I thought it was. I thought. Oh, you weren't saying this last week. He was undefeated when he didn't shake hands until last week. Oh, that's big. <laughs> but like, do you think that? So going back to, well, I'll bring it back to the power rankings. Do you think that nine is where Tampa Bay should be with the way that they? Oh no, they're definitely not nine. I don't believe they're nine. Yeah. Uh, they should. They should. They should be way better than what they are. Mm-hmm. Um, with all the weapons oh, they have. My God. And- well, Sorry, so what? In- Why are the dolphins so high? <laughs> are you kidding? He loves the dolphins. Remember? <laughs> Jeff uh, well, them. Jeff is a dolphin fan, but he's also he like to be fair. Jeff is like also pretty critical. And Steph, again, this is Other the potential. That, this, is- this is the potential that you have to make the playoffs in here too. So mm-hmm. consider the division that Miami plays in, they still have a really high probability of making the playoffs. I'll, I'll based on the last part of the show, but I have a feeling Jeff's not going to like me very much. <laughs> Jeff's used to it with the power rig. And so this well, in, in, in Stephanie's debut appearance here on the show, she's like dismantled Chris LeBron's love for Tom Brady. She's I, 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 get, I get that all the time with Tommy with TB12. So yeah, I'm used to I, do, I do appreciate how low the Dallas Cowboys, boys are because i think that they get everyone keeps talking about how their schedule is so soft it yeah. doesn't matter 
It doesn't matter. They're not good. They're not a good football team. Dalton's not good. Yeah, the Giants and the football team, and where's the Eagles? Giants. If, if Daniel Jones was playing, I think he would have the Giants ranked higher mm-hmm. because I think they're better than the than yeah. the Bears. So uh, I think he would have them a little bit more ranked higher if Daniel Jones. Was I can't wait to see this next week because I think from like number nine to about 18, that's going to get sh- just scrambled, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. It, so it, it, I, I do where you get scrambled too. So <laughs> I do have Jeff, although he couldn't be here with us today on the show, he did send me over some notes. So I'm just going to kind of explain a little bit as to why things shuffled out the way that they did for a few teams right and then um jeff also just jumped on here real quick chris and said yes chris so uh (laughs) 26 teams moved this week um the biggest standouts are the steelers drop they had to go um you know had to go out uh, got out a five-point game against a completely decimated ravens team that's why they fell all the way down to number two um, New Orleans dropped Taysom Hill doesn't get credit for the first eight wins. He has to prove his ability to play quarterback in the NFL. Uh, the Bills at four. Allen seems to be the real deal, and they have a, a very healthy roster compared to the other teams. Uh, Arizona falling to 13. Um, you know, he feels that Murray has too much responsibility, and it might be, you know, kind of wearing him down. Absolutely. And, we mentioned this earlier that they're a Hill, a Hill Murray away from being under 500 as for their record. And then the last one is the Washington football team climbing. He says that uh, Smith seems to be adjusted. Defense has been legit all season, which we all agree. And they benefit from their division, quote unquote, strength. So that is um, as to why some of the teams fell where they did. That football team, they. They make me nervous. If Daniel Jones was playing, I feel way more confident. But the football team is starting to pull it together, and it makes me want to vomit. But it, it, yeah. they, they're pulling it together, and they've got some really dynamic players in there. So, McLaurin I, is special. Yeah. Like, I mean, Alex Smith came back from if he doesn't. Yeah, that's the story. Yeah, the story player, is. He, it's incredible. I mean, the guy shouldn't even have a leg. So it's right. It's insane. Yeah. If you, if you see the documentary they had on ESPN, like yeah, he's, he's, he's rehabbing with like military guys who right. have like got their legs like blown off and or like catastrophic injuries, and that's who he's been working with. Like it's crazy. And being in medicine, like he, so the non-medical term, he had a flesh-eating disease. Like it's so rare to have that or to come across it. I worked in the hospital for years and never even came close to that. I mean, this is we're talking like twenty thousand cases a like a year across the nation. So, I mean, what he's come back from, the fact that he can walk, he can run, and he's moving in the pocket. I'm like, it's phenomenal. I mean, if the Giants- It's scary too. It's scary too, because I I cringe sometimes. I know. Every time they chuckle him, I'm like, please, not on the leg, not on the yeah. leg. I think guys realize that too when they tackle him. Like, you, you, I, I, don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know if that, but when I watch and yeah. when he gets hit or whatever, mm-hmm. I feel like guys who are tackling him like know that in the back are like, yeah. this guy just went through something. Like, so they don't hit him I as said, hard or they don't wrap him up the way. Like, like I said I, that I when they played against that. the Rams. I, I said that when they played against the Rams, and everybody was like, oh my gosh, Aaron Donald jumped on his back. Like, he put his full weight on him. Like, no, he didn't. The way that he did that, he came in running behind him. Yes, jumped on his back, but that forward momentum, you carried his upper body forward. Like he didn't like he didn't like jump and like park on his back and put all like 300 pounds on his knee. 
So I like you said, Chris, I, I think that as well. And uh, Steffi, real quick, uh, Jeff jumped on and said thanks a lot. He had he he can't watch anymore, but he said appreciate you coming on and uh, you know appreciated all your takes and everything. Yeah, yeah he's got to watch the Bucks. So I'm happy we can. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So you you can unload on them, and we'll go ahead and transition now um, to our contender pretender segment. Um, I'm going to implement a new rule. You can't pick the chief as your biggest contender because duh, <laughs> right? Cheating. So that's cheating. And you can't pick the Jets as your biggest pretender, but everything else between, you know, two through 31. You know. Typically what we like to do though, Steph, is we like to stick on the left-hand side of the column for teams that have a legit chance of making the playoffs and seeing, and it feels like you already kind of picked one, so to speak. So I'll let you go ahead. Okay. So is this for who's as far as playoffs go, right? Yeah, like for as to where they stand, both mm-hmm. like actually like their standings and then power rankings okay. and stuff like that. So you can do a uh, pretender and then contender. Okay. So my pretender, as I've started to allude to, is the Miami Dolphins. I am not sold by any means by this team. I think they are full of crap. I think they got <laughs> I, I think their schedule coming up. I mean, I don't know where everyone is thinking that these guys are going to win a bunch of games. These guys have the Chiefs. They have the Raiders. They have the Patriots. They have the Bills. Those teams are going to destroy them. That's like, (laughs) they don't stand a chance. I mean, Tua, they are not uh, exactly talking about it, but I have a very good, not good feeling, bad feeling, obviously. I I didn't mean that. A a feeling, just a feeling. I have a feeling that Tua possibly has a little, a fracture in that thumb there Uh, with the swelling and with him being out. and Yeah, the delay kind of screams to that, yeah. Very, I mean, but Fitz, I mean, he's, a, again, a, that talk about a backup quarterback to be happy to have. I mean, mm-hmm. the guy can be the best one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, but I think they're just, I'm not bought by that team. I, I mean, you guys can comment if you want, but seeing them above some of these teams is just, I, I think the Raiders will have no problem beating them. I'm, I, I, I just, I don't know. Do you guys have any, any say in that or do you think I'm crazy? You had a very well, cool thing. Uh, they're crap. They're, <laughs> was, full of, they're full of crap. Okay. That, was, that was gold. I'm going to quote I, that later. <laughs> I think, though, again, that like the, the probability based on the division that they play mm-hmm. in, I think, is why they are as yeah. high as they are. Um, yeah. And just to kind of give you background, like Jeff is actually pretty critical of the Dolphins. So like mm-hmm. to see them this high is a bit of a surprise, I think, to all mm-hmm. of us on the network. Because he picks against them like pretty consistently. Mm-hmm. So um I think their ability to make the playoffs, but you're right, like that strength of schedule, like that's quite the murderer's row. Mm-hmm. Although the Raiders did get picked apart like pretty oh, terribly wow. this past dismantled week. last week by the Falcons. Shout out to Derek Carr for completely like wrecking my fantasy team yesterday. <laughs> Negative so, two points he had in fantasy. Yeah, yeah. 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 Against them in the fantasy league, so that's all I know. <laughs> I I for whatever reason started him oh. and yeah he i mean yeah. you can't blame i mean the falcons defense isn't good so like that's not like a, oh my god why'd you do that like who would have thought that that would have happened like no one thought the falcons would we're gonna put up 40 something i'm points. just gonna wake up and be the team everybody was saying that i was gonna be all season you know, like all preseason and mm-hmm. just obliterate the raiders so <laughs> i mean Maybe the maybe that's the one game that Miami can pull out just based off of where the Raiders are. But yeah, so Stevie, who's your biggest contender? You know, obviously oh, can't pick the Chiefs. I think 
and I'm just pulling up their schedule quick because I don't think that I'm too familiar with it. But I honestly, I really like the Bills. I think that they they're gonna be my contender. I think that I mean these guys are they're they're eighth in in in, in passing yards. They're eleventh mm-hmm. in total yards per game. I think again. I mean. I'm kind of, as you guys have seen, I'm a little bit of a Stefan Diggs uh, fangirl, but. Hey, me, me, me too, girl. Yeah, yeah I'm, you know, I love them. I think Allen and Diggs together, I think both of them, I just, I can see them really making a run for it. Like, this is a team that, I mean, I won't be surprised if we're watching a Bills Super Bowl. That will not shock me. I said that earlier. I said that earlier in the season. That's yeah. like my bold I mean, prediction was. in the AFC East right now. They're eight and three. They just, as long as they keep it together, I mean, I think that this team, they could make a real, a real, I mean, and their division too, again, that's why I guess it goes very well with my, my pretender is I just, come on. I mean, (laughs) we've all watched the games. I just, you have to see how well, how far they've come and how they're playing some really good football. And I applaud them for that. So, but step just real quick, and then Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll give it to you, Chris. We we also talked about like their running game is not the best and their defense is not the best. So do you think that come playoff time that that's what's going to that could be like their Achilles heel, so to speak? Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's I was even saying to uh, I was saying this last night, but just to bounce back to someone like the Steelers, those weaknesses, when you have really big weaknesses like that. That's mm-hmm. where the flaw is going to be because the team's going to beat you if you can't run the ball. If you can't, it, there's going to be things you guys are going to lose a game because a team's going to be able to to find that weakness and 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 absolutely monopolize that. Yeah. They also, I mean, the Bills looking now, at comparing it to the Dolphins, this is a this is a very winnable schedule. The Broncos, the Dolphins, Steelers, the Patriots. I mean, that's not we're not talking. Those aren't very scary names i mean yeah, if you go two and two you're doing all right you know yeah, those are world beaters so they yeah. should be fine right? yeah so those are my two <laughs> okay yeah and i appreciate you saying that the dolphins are full of crap that i think that made yeah. all of our mornings so yeah. all right chris we'll we'll do your pretender first followed by your contender oh uh, pretenders is the the browns uh i don't believe in that team um mm-hmm. i don't believe in baker and that's kind of my thing. If if I don't believe in the quarterback, I can't believe in the team to to make a, a deep playoff run. So I'm just not, you know, like I said, the run game has been solid. You know, the defense, you know, again, Miles Garibat is huge, but I, mm-hmm. I just I Baker is not that guy for me. I don't think he can, can he can lead your team to a you know a deep playoff run. He just hasn't shown it. He hasn't shown that he's he's the guy, you know. So um uh, that that's my biggest pretender is the Browns. Okay. What about your contender? you know, step ahead at the bills, you know, I've been high on the bills all year. You know, I know they have, you know, they had a little stretch where they weren't playing good football, but you know, um, I, I'm a big Josh Allen guy. He's I've loved them. Even at Wyoming yeah. when people were, were, were saying, Oh, he can't throw accurate. Well, he also wasn't playing with a lot of NFL talent. I was, I'm, I've been a big Josh Allen fan from, from the jump. So, you know, and like I said, adding digs and, uh, you know, what he can do, you know, I just, I think, uh, I really like this Buffalo team. And like, and I said before, you know, before we did a preview, like I wouldn't be surprised if they're in the AFC championship game, you know, um, you know, I had the Ravens going to the Super Bowl earlier, but you know, the Ravens haven't, you know, looked up to par so far. They've, they've had a lot of injuries and, and been uh, disappointed yeah. this year, but I wouldn't be surprised to see the bills. Like you said, in the Super Bowl, it just wouldn't surprise me at all. I, I love Josh Allen. I think he's, he's, he's a big time quarterback and, and get, 
getting digs was just the perfect, the yep. perfect, you know, perfect marriage. That's peanut that butter and jelly cool. right there. That was so. That was very uh, well done. Like, exactly. yeah. Yeah. through. He fits yep. in there perfectly. It's a. It, it's it's as perfect as perfect yeah. can get. It's peanut exactly. butter and jelly. Like they just they just go together. And it's like I said, I did I didn't know it would click so fast. I thought maybe it would be like a two year thing where mm -hmm. they finally click. But you know. Yeah but they're clicking like, you know, no other like wide receiver quarterback right. duo in the league. So right. I, I just like, I think the defense is going to get better. You know, I know they give up a lot of points, but I think the defense yep. will get better as time and, you know, they're going to win this division, you know, pretty, I think pretty easily. I know that, like you said, the dolphins, you know, they're, they're going through, they're figuring out their quarterback situation and stuff. So, you know, um, I don't think the dolphins are going right. to, I, give them the dolphins cause we're I, kind of, I mean, the giants are kind of, we're looking at, we're kind of like the dolphins. From similar. Yeah. We're very similar very to them. Similar yeah. thing. I give credit. I mean, they've come a long way. There was a, there yeah. was some years there <laughs> where they were a laughing stock yeah. for a while where like, you don't even think of the dolphins as even being a contender. So the fact that they're this high on the list, I applaud them and they've done a very good job with that organization because there was a time where I thought they would never recover. So. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. They awesome. just, they, they, they could never figure out the quarterback thing. You know, they tried Josh Rosen last year. That didn't work out. You know, they can never yeah. figure it out. So hopefully right. they, they it right. seems like they're on the right track for sure. But like I said, with the Bills, like I, I've i been high on the Bills all year. I just I just yeah. like the team a lot. And uh, so, yeah, that that's my my contender. Okay. All right. So for myself, my biggest pretender, I'm going to go ahead and go with the Tennessee Titans. I just they they have really like foundationally strong team, but they don't do anything completely over the top that I think in the playoffs is going to really help them. Right. They do have the running game, obviously like Derek Henry, you know, MVP considerations wholeheartedly agree with those, mm -hmm. agree. but their defense with the defensive minded head coach, it's kind of a big uh, red flag for me. Um, so to see them seventh, I think, you know, obviously you can only judge off what's actually happened and they deserve to be there, but, you know, projecting out, into the future, I just don't see them being a legit uh, Super Bowl contender in, in a pretty deep AFC, right? Um, as for me, my biggest contender, so obviously, since we can't pick the Chiefs, um, I'm not going to pick the Steelers, even though I've been picking them all. I'm, I pick, So I picked them all season long, and I still feel like that they could mess around and win a Super Bowl. I'm going to drop down a little bit in the rankings, and I'm going to pick an NFC team, and I'm going to go with the Saints. I just think that their defense, they have playmakers on every level of that defense. They have great wide receivers. They have great running back. Their quarterback, I've in, it's really hard to win with the, your, your quarterback being your question mark, Chris. You just spoke on this. But mm -hmm. if Drew Brees can come back, and that's a lot to ask for like a 40 yeah. year old quarterback with a punctured lung and like half of his rib cage <laughs> broken. Right. Like he lost like 17 ribs. I didn't know there was seven, like whatever. It was a crazy number. Like so I, I thought, I thought there was six ribs. There. Was like six pack. I'm like, Oh, there's more than six ribs in the body. I didn't know that. Right. And he's older. It's, it's hard yeah, to remember. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough for him. Spring chicken. He's like, and he's, already contemplating retirement right oh, so like, this year, i believe i think if especially if they go out and they win the whole damn thing i think he's definitely done yeah if they, if they i just like think miracle run they i think they he's done think, uh, big ben too we're looking at i think big yeah. ben really wants it but i, I mean his body's failing him <laughs> both of them yeah. yeah both of them so i think that they can in the in the nfc i think that they do stand a really good chance so i wanted to kind of shake things up and go with the other conference as to who I think the biggest contender is. I just yeah, think that defense. they that defense is very sound at every level. They got game breakers on offense with Kamara and uh, Slant Boy. I know that he's really fond of that name. So oh. <laughs> Michael Thomas <laughs> can't guard Mike. 
But uh, all, in all seriousness, I think that they do stand a really good chance to make the Super Bowl out of the NFC. And now we are going to go ahead, and if I can pull it up here, uh, we're going to transition into our Week 13 picks here on the show. And mm-hmm. I'm sorry, this is taking longer than I wanted it to. All right. Come on. There we go. All right. So for week 13 and Steffi, I'll, I'll let you kind of look at this this list and go ahead and unveil who your picks are. You know, by the time that I made this graphics and, you know, had everything worked out with you, mm-hmm. um, you know, we weren't able to get your picks on yeah, here. No, but that's fine. Mine yeah. would make them very angry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So do you want to go ahead and run through these picks, Steffi, and who you think are, are the favorites in each of these matchups? Yeah, for sure. So Saints, Falcons. I went with the Saints. Obviously, I just the Falcons are. I just don't see them pulling through this game. I think the advantage is that we have to see Taysom Hill really prove himself. Uh, let's see. Mm-hmm. Uh, Browns, uh, Titans. I picked the Titans. I picked the New York Giants against the Seahawks. Okay, okay, I like that. Uh, I, like I pick the Raiders against the Jets. Right? Is that what I see there? Yep, that's it. Yep. So we got Perfect. Raiders, Jets there. Then, then we got Lions Bears. I what? Oh my gosh! Lions Bears. That's a tough matchup. Okay. And then I went Rams in the Cards game. I went Bengals in the Dolphins game. This Ooh, is my, okay. This is my upset of the week. I see the Bengals pulling through on this one. I think they showed that they can play football even without Burrow against the Giants and. I don't think the Dolphins are better than the Giants. Steffi so. does not like the Dolphins at all. No. I don't like the Dolphins, love. <laughs> okay. And then Pats. I I think the Chargers are going to win. And I know everything's so crazy. but They always find a way to blow it at the end, though, the Chargers. They always find a way to lose, though. Yeah. Minnesota will come through, but I think they're going to have a tough fight there. Uh, I mean, this game's a joke. Green Bay will just is going to destroy the Eagles without a doubt. Um, I think we see the Colts winning here. Mm. I think we see the Chiefs. I think Washington's going to win. You, yep. Oh, oh my gosh, I hate it. A, it's gonna destroy us. But I think Washington's going to come through. Uh, as far as I think the Bills will push through as well. I think. I'm sorry that I'm going to say this, but I could see the Pats beating the Rams. I think the Pats. I'm used to it. Yeah. I I mean, I picked them against the cards. I'm not giving you two. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, yeah. I, I picked the cards over the Rams. Like, I don't even <laughs> think that we're going to string two consecutive and I know, ones. Together. I know you picked the Seahawks. <laughs> right. But then with this cat, this this Cowboys Ravens game will be interesting. The Cowboys can give people a run for their money despite being horrific. This could be a trap game. Yeah, I do could see them still coming through though. Yeah, and just to give everybody else their their just due here for the Saints versus the Falcons, everybody except Jeff picked the Saints. Uh, I picked the Browns over the Titans. Everybody else went with Tennessee. Uh, Chris, you and I picked the Lions over the Bears. Everybody picked the Dolphins over the Bengals, except Steph. Steph. Except Steph. I got. I, I didn't forget. I didn't forget. Uh, the, the Vikings. Everybody feels like they're going to beat the Jags. It's just a matter of by how much. Um, I picked the Texans over the Colts. I feel like this could be one of those trap games for this week. I just, you know, color me skeptical here. I'm sorry. 
I love Philip Rivers. Continue, sorry. <laughs> oh yeah, gosh darn it! You know, shucks, all that fun I'm a stuff, giant, right? great. Yep, there you go. <laughs> For a little bit, right? Yep. Uh, everybody picked the Raiders over the Jets. No surprise there. Everybody picked the the Seahawks over the Giants, except Steph. Except Steph. Richard um, Luke, man, come on. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I know. Maybe I'm using reverse psychology. There you go. I'm using reverse he, psychology. He doesn't want to jinx it. I want to jinx it. Everybody <laughs> picked the Rams except me. I went with the Cardinals in this matchup. Uh, everybody picked the Patriots except you, Chris. And, uh, you know, Steph, you you kind of feel like the Chargers are going to pull this one out, right? So we got that matchup. Yeah. Uh, the, the Packers, everybody picks them over the Eagles. Everyone picks the, the Chiefs over the Broncos. Steph, you are standing with Couch Coach's own team in Washington. But Couch Coach joins the rest of us in believing that the Steelers are going to win. Uh, Jeff and Chris picked the Bills. Couch and I went with the 49ers. Uh, Couch and Chris went with the Patriots. Jeff and I went with the Rams. And then everybody went with the Ravens against the Cowboys, although that there is potential for that to be a trap game. And that wraps up our show for the week, guys. Uh, Stephanie, I just really want to appreciate you coming on. Thank you so much for having me. You guys were awesome to talk to. Thank you. Thank you for coming on. This This was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was a blast. Thanks, guys. Absolutely. And Stephanie, just real quick, let the folks know again one more time in case they missed the beginning where they could find you. Um, so you can find me on Twitter at Stephanie Smalls with three L's. I kind of have a lot going on right now. I try to post and, and tell you guys what's happening with me. I'm all over the place with fantasy, covering the giants, covering the NFL in general. So I had a blast guys. Seriously. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming. Chris, what's up with you, man? Where can the people find you? What do you got going on? Yeah. Yeah. You could find me, uh, at, uh, off the ball pod on, on, uh, Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. Um, catch the, the the podcast uh live on dash radio on nothing but net radio on uh on 12 p.m mon- um, every monday you know i have a show uh going on every monday at that time and uh got the show you know uh for tomorrow too uh and uh like i said follow the network you know off the ball network uh on twitter instagram facebook all that good stuff otb underscore network on twitter and then go to off the ball network.com for to follow you know everything we, we cover everything college NFL, baseball, NBA, obviously, college basketball, everything. We, we got everything covered, fantasy sports, all that good stuff on the network. Hockey. So, hockey, yeah. We even got hockey. We could just put up a, a guy, Jerk, just put up a hockey, w, uh, a hockey uh, wrestling comparisons. So that's a yeah, fun Yeah, it was wild. You, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm working actually on an on NBA uh, wrestling comp one, which is really tough. I didn't realize how tough it is to do comp with wrestling and, and, and NBA, but it, it's tough. But I got working on that too. But yeah, a lot of good stuff on the network. Follow the podcast. Uh, I, got, I got some good stuff coming with the podcast in the next few weeks. So check that out. All right, cool deal. And as for me, you can follow me on Twitter at StevenBTG. That BTG stands for Breaking the Game, which is the NBA podcast that I co-host with my buddy Austin Carr. You can follow that on Twitter and Instagram as well at BTG NBA Pod. And as for the network, I kept up with a transaction article for the NBA, which was really fun. It kept me up all night long, coming, you know, tracking everything that happened NBA so much wise. Going on. <laughs> so much going on. Uh, Chris, I know you and I are also evaluating uh, NCAA basketball prospects, which again is going to keep. Yep, you know, for odd hours in the night. But um, just want to give a real quick plug for the network. Go to offtheballnetwork.com for all of your sports needs. And I just will thank everyone who viewed and listened. 
for on behalf of Steph, on behalf of Chris, and for everybody else at OffTheBallNetwork.com, really appreciate all the love and support that you guys give the show. We will see you guys Sunday. Have a good one, everybody. Bye, guys. Take care, guys.